From the competition to the drama and the hookups, we're breaking it all down. Welcome to the Challenge Champs Podcast. Welcome back to the Challenge Champs Podcast. Michael here with Joel. Like always, recording a day late. We're on Clubhouse, so make sure to follow us there. But coming back to cover another episode of MTV's The Challenge Double Agents. Pretty, uh, I don't know, interesting episode to say the least, that's for sure. There was so many points in this episode where I was just cracking up. I mean, I think there was so many good aspects to it. And I mean, we'll get all up into, into the details here soon, but I'm a fan. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of last night's episode. It, you know, it was funny. You guys were texting in the chat, like, and, and James specifically said he, he hadn't laughed harder in an episode in a really long time. And like, I thought it was funny, uh, but I, I wasn't quite on that level until obviously the very end. And we'll get to that in a little bit, but there were, there were humes throughout uh before we even get like kyle to me man like can he just narrate everything like i i just want him to narrate every movie television show that i've ever seen because he i just it just it, it, that cracks me up every time kyle is turning into one of the current all-time greats like he he is so good in the confessionals he holds grudges he has the athletic ability to win challenges like He's a pretty good competitor for sure. There's a reason why he's been on the show for now. I mean, how many years? He's going to be a staple moving forward. He's been in like six years in a row, maybe five years in a row. At least. So that was cool. Getting a lot of Kyle. I, I, I can always use a lot of Kyle laugh, uh, Kyle fun in every episode. But um, the episode kind of started off real quick with like a lot of politics. And um, we kind of saw Nam and Lolo like, really early on this <laughs> horrible dynamic and and you know remember this is the the worst team environment that lolo's ever been a part of it's the hardest team uh, team that she's ever had to adapt to and we saw that kind of kick off the show yeah there it, it's the show starts off and everyone's just scheming we have leroy michi devin and kyle trying to scheme against big brother we we have nom and Lolo, Nam's trying to make some power moves, which I loved it. He and and Lolo wants nothing to do about it. Um, they were getting to a fight because I'm not even really sure at this point. I mean, all they have to do is win a challenge, but they're just kind of hoping people start to to vote their way or vote them in or do them favors. But they have no alliance, so I don't know what they're thinking. They just have to go in there and win, and that's what right. CT came in and told them in the middle yeah, of the argument. Thank God CT just kind of popped in like the voice of reason. And all of a sudden it was like, okay, what CT said works. And he's like, what you got to do? Like you said, just go in there, win an elimination. And that kind of ended the conversation. But you could tell, you know, for all the teams that are getting closer throughout the season, this team, there is a giant wedge between Nam and Lolo right now. And it seems to be getting wider each and every single week. And, and that kind yeah. of just led us right into the, the, the daily challenge. That was pretty much the first thing we saw was, was Lolo kind of hitting the ground running there. Oh, the daily challenge was good. I liked it. it. It had a bunch of a bunch of aspects to it that made up a good challenge daily. It had some mud, some water, some wrestling. After you got after a couple of a uh, couple rounds, you got the classic just pole wrestle. But yeah, I mean, the first heat, 
Lolo is just so fast. You can tell she is, she is incredibly fast. But the one thing I noticed actually was interesting was Lolo was fast, but Cam, Cam is so athletic. She was not far behind Lolo and Lolo was going for a full out sprint. Killer Cam, you know, she, she came in and she played, you know, she showed why she's the killer again in this episode. I'm glad you put this in our notes too, you know, uh, because that was actually my takeaway when, when I'm watching the episode last night and the challenge first starts and all the women have to leap, have to jump into the pit or sprint into the pit, at least the first heat. Lolo, you could tell she was a track star. Like there's that, that saying like track speed, track star speed. Like we're going to see Super Bowl this weekend, Tyreek Hill, track star speed. I mean, Lolo is a track star, you know, and she showed it. I was completely blown away. I, I love it. It's so funny to think that like one of the greatest track athletes in the world is running into a mud pit to fight <laughs> Nani and Cam in the challenge. Like what a world we live in. Right. And, and like you said, there was a, uh, there's a little bit of wrestling involved in the pit so that whoever can find the, the relic needs to then take it out of, uh, of the mud pit and then they win the heat man Teresa like she wasn't fooling anybody Teresa found the relic immediately and you could hide it underneath the water in the mud and just this big grin I think Anissa said man Teresa can't be a poker player she was right on the money there yeah they they all had a, had a good strategy I mean everyone except Nani in the first seat because she didn't see anyone go when she found that relic she was just didn't know what to do and then she got tackled right away but, but then the next couple heats both Nam and Teresa and CT, you know, they found it and then tried to play it cool for a while until they saw an opening and then just kind of dashed in. Nam with the, with the, with the strategy. I love it. I didn't know he had it in him. He knew exactly what he was doing. Big Nam episode and we're here for it. We're here for it. We got some, some great Nam quotes. We got Nam uh, performing well in the daily challenge. It, there was a lot of Nam and I, I'm, I'm all about it. The best Nam quote was, I'm so hungry for rookies or rookies win. I love that one. He was so hungry for the rookies win. Makes no sense. And he represented well. He ended up winning his heat. CT won his heat. And you're right. Uh, Nani was in uh, Lolo's heat before. I got them confused. I got her confused with Teresa. But even mm -hmm. before we, we get to the end of that, I'll be honest, like Lolo again, like, even though I was completely blown away by her speed, I just thought she came across as horrible again because there was this moment and it seemed like two seconds where Teresa had her arm around Lolo's neck and Lolo lost it. Like, like thought it was the dirtiest thing she ever, she's ever been uh, a part of in any kind of sporting event. Thought Anissa was, Anissa was choking her. Lolo looks like she's on the verge of tears. And, and it, it, it kind of showed like, I don't know, man. She just doesn't fit. I, 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 it doesn't, it doesn't feel right that she's there for me. It still hasn't worked in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, she was complaining about getting tackled or choked from behind or however she said it for like three days. And I mean, I guess if you're Lolo, she's probably never lost anything in her life except right. for maybe the Olympics where she got like third or something. And so coming into the challenge, she probably thinks like, oh, I'm going to mop the floor with these, with these chicks and I'm going to beat them all. 
but she just isn't doing well. An ultimate, an, like an all-time bad performance from Lolo. And I think she knows it. And I think it's starting to get to her head. I mean, when Anissa punks you in an athletic challenge. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty I mean, bad. That's a fat slice of humble pie right there. I don't think she's ever had that fat of a slice ever in her entire life. So that was kind of interesting. I, I, I think you're probably right about that. I bet she's probably more upset at herself than, uh, than anybody else on the, on, on the series. Um, yeah. But uh, it, got, it got down to it where Nam went head-to-head against CT. And let's see, Cam went head-to-head with, oh, with, with Gabby. Gabby. Yeah. Your yeah, girl. I mean, my girl Gabby, I'll take that. Um, yeah, no, Gabby ended up getting the win, um, stealing from Teresa. And, you know, Gabby's fit. They said that she's a, a, a trainer, but Cam, she is just showing every episode why she is one of the best female challengers out there. You know, 10 and one elimination. She just owned this one. She beat Gabby easily ct and nom they had a pretty good a pretty good wrestle but you know there was no chance nom was going to be beating ct on that one no chance at all so cam and ct both come out as the as the winners and then we go into a third round which this round didn't really make a whole lot of sense because they brought in their partners big t and kyle to now go against go against them and so it was cam and big t kyle and ct and you essentially had to go until one person, you know, gave up or something. Yeah, both partners had to win their round. So, uh, like you said, CT's heads up against Kyle, Cam against Big T. So both teammates had to win and, and win the the, the pole wrestle um, to to win the challenge. And I mean, CT knew it. Like Big T's not stealing that that uh, pole from Cam. And I think CT even said, I couldn't even beat Cam if I was going head to head against her. So Cam wins the first heat against Big T. CT and Kyle kind of battle in the second heat, but it seemed like CT kind of gave up. I think he knew that Big T wasn't going to be able to beat Cam. And at that point, there was no point in extending it any longer. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I don't think CT wanted to exert his, his effort. Um, but that's so funny because that's now Kyle's second pole wrestling win over CT, yep. which is hilarious. The first time he did it, that three-way pole wrestling with him, CT, and then that like random Spanish dude or something. Remember like during Battle of this some weird season there was that that one spanish guy or i don't know who he was we saw some reality show when uh, when they were talking about it i was like shoot you know that that does that does ring a bell but yeah. it goes down in the wind column kyle down the wind column his second uh pole wrestle whatever you want to call it you know winning w is a w it is it is and that meant cam and kyle now have had the power and <laughs> i love it kyle like what were the two ways he's like you can go he's like we can use this power to help our friend to help us and help our friends or we can use this power to fuck our enemies and i I love that strategy right there yeah he's like of course we're gonna fuck our enemies why would we (laughs) why would we do anything else that's way more fun and i love that mentality cam was offering up a soft soft move and cam's usually all about the power plays i'm kind of bummed she didn't use this in her, her advantage but yeah she came up she comes up to kyle and ask Kyle, like, hey, Nani and Josh want to go up against Michi and Amber. 
It's like, so who right? cares? Who gives a fuck? I know. I'm glad everyone you. wants to go up. Everyone wants to go up against Michi and Amber. That's not a. That's not a special thing. Well, you know, it's really interesting. Like when I'm watching the old seasons, and I think they do it less now. Is they wanted the layups around at the end, mm-hmm. like especially in the ruins. Like Casey was on the challengers team. And mm-hmm. Bananas and Kenny and all those guys, they did whatever they could to make sure Casey was running that final at the end. I think Casey mm-hmm. got eliminated right before, so it ended up mattering. But it, it, it weakened their team throughout. If I'm Cam and Kyle, go after the big dogs and keep Michi and Amber M there throughout the rest of the season. I, I, I didn't yeah. understand that, that thought process there. I mean – I can understand their thought process because keeping Josh and Nani around isn't that big of a threat. <laughs> True. <laughs> I mean, going up against Josh in a, in a final, I'm not that worried about him. Right. And I, I hear you on that. I probably would have said, I guess you don't want CT to get his gold skull, but I think you could send in, you could send in Fessy and Anissa, which Kyle tried to do. And I think that was probably the smart play. And then potentially get the house vote, Fessy and Nisa, get mm-hmm. them on the same page there and maybe throw CT and Big T in there and you get Fessy and CT gone. I thought there was more strategy, but you get to the deliberation and Kyle is campaigning for everybody to vote Fessy and Anissa and Cam, it seems like she's campaigning for everyone to vote Amber M and uh, mm-hmm. MVG. Yeah, I mean, we don't even have to go into the the party night because nothing happens there. We can just skip over the party night. Party night. Even the worst they, of them all so far. Oh my goodness! It was like thirty seconds. They don't even show it anymore. No one wants to be there. Yeah, they I don't, don't even understand why they why they even go. Can they just party in the house? Like I don't understand why they have to make a big deal and go somewhere new. I don't get it at all. It's horrible. Um, but they get to deliberation and there's. All, these, all this talk about why you don't want to go in, and that's fine. People don't want to go to elimination all the time. But there used to be moments, and I don't think it's happened one time this season, where they would say, I want to go in. I want to get my gold school. And I thought that was CT's moment this week to be like, if you guys aren't going to put me in, if they're not going to get me in the elimination, like, campaign for yourself to go get mm-hmm. your gold school. I haven't mm-hmm. seen that. I don't, I, I, I'm not quite sure why. Yeah, I mean, I guess you can kind of wait. You can always steal one. I mean, obviously, I mean, it was the last one to get, but one, next week or, you know, they can start to steal them, which you can pro- he'll probably start to campaign at some point. Um, but he also knows that, I think he knows that no one's going to vote him in. It's, it's probably a pretty big understanding across everyone, both alliances, both the rookies and the big brother, like, hey, CT doesn't go down there and Lolo doesn't go down there. And that might, and maybe even Darrell's might not go down there too. Darrell's been under the radar and he's a, he's a walking championship, that guy. I mean, it's, it looks like Darrell's nowhere close to even getting into, uh, into elimination. Um, the deliberation goes down. Not even close to getting into con- confessional Darrell. <laughs> I, I don't even know if Darrell's still there, honestly. He might have been eliminated <laughs> three weeks ago. I, I would have no idea. Um, there was a de- deliberation. Anissa's name got so- got tossed in there, completely caught her off guard. Um, that was kind of interesting. It looked like she thought she was going to go in. but it- oh, I, I actually, I thought that too. Anissa has been on this show too many times and she knew right away 
if my name's brought up, she's like, I'm definitely going in. And you can see it on her face. She's like, if there's talks and I don't know about it, that means someone's scheming against me and there's a good chance I go in. Right. I, I, it kind of felt like that. Honestly, I kind of thought that it seemed like Fessy and Issa were going to go in. It kind of came down to the Ambers. This was the first, this was the first time they didn't show us who got voted in and they, and they kept it a secret. So I wonder if they're going to still do that because it wasn't even that shocking when it was Michi and Amber, but they guess they wanted to try and build the momentum. But yeah, this is the first time we've kind of had a, a vote, a secret vote, you know, go, go, um, go against what the person said. Like right before Kyle did it a long time ago, he lied straight to, you know, Fessy's face. But yeah, Amber B, she voted for Amber M, her best friend in the house. Amber B drew the line in the sand, went with Big Brother. That means Amber B's got no one on her side anymore except maybe Gabby and Big T. But Kyle, in the deliberation with the double agents of, of him and Cam, he tells Cam, hey, Amber B told me not to tell Amber M that she voted for her. And then commercial break get back he says amber m asked me specifically to tell me how amber b voted which is just how are people so stupid i don't understand it <laughs> and do i uh, to go to kyle with that information of anybody you know if you're gonna go to two you might as well go to cam you know there, for sure there's, there's no good going to kyle thinking that he's gonna have your back Oh, no way. He's going to use that for fuel. Cam would have probably aligned and probably kept it a bigger secret. But yeah, no, Kyle's, Kyle's going to love that information. Right. So, but like you said, so Cam and Kyle are now in, I don't even know what the, the secret layer, I don't know what call, what term you want to use to, to say that they're in the area where you finally get the, who's the house vote, but you don't see it at that time. MTV decided to to kind of hold off and tease it till the very end. So we don't know who gets voted in to the elimination till the very end. Which I'm thinking actually is a little questionable because they also didn't show us who voted for who. Right, I was thinking- So we're, we're just supposed to take MTV's word for it that they're, they're not trying to get Michi off the show and not trying to keep Anissa and Fessy? It 100% could have been Anissa and Fessy, and we have- 100%. In fact, I think it actually was Anissa and Fessy. I think it was too. You saw how shocked they were in that room when they got the results, and no way are they that shocked for Michi and Amber B and Amber M than they are for Anissa and Fessy because their plan ended up working. No way. I think I think that's the same exact thing. When I saw Kyle and Cam's reactions, I'm like, their plan worked. And then it was Michi and Amber- <laughs> And something was fishy. So we don't we don't get to see who voted for who. Like that, that's a like big it. part of the game. Huge part of the game. So I don't know. I'm really curious to see how it goes moving forward. If next week and it's, uh, I'm trying to think of who the next like, the weakest pair in as far as like, the weakest pairing. Teresa. Teresa's going in. Teresa and Corey. Probably. Or Gabby. Have, yeah. I mean, or Amber. <sighs> who's Gabby with? Gabby's with Gabby's with uh, Devin. Devin. Devin's Devin's kind of a money maker right now for them. I mean, honestly, Darrell and Amber B. Oh, it could be though. It could be though. They're not boosting any ratings right now. Damn, there's a good chance that MTV just says, "Fuck this transparency." 
<laughs> and just and just and just goes and ends up giving Leroy and Leroy and Cam get the uh, the co-champ. Mark my words right now. It's already already uh, already known. They totally might, you know. I, I mean, it, it's pretty questionable that we didn't see not only who the camp went into, who went into elimination, but who voted for him. Yeah. So, so we find out there. <laughs> they get down to the crater, and TJ announces that sure enough, it's uh, it's Michi and Amberam going to elimination. We find out then that uh, Cam and Kyle decided to throw in Josh, Josh and Nani. And then TJ announces it's a males, it's a men elimination. Therefore, Michi versus Josh. And and this is where the fun really picked up for me. This is where the laughs really started to to, to skyrocket. I mean, this was an elimination for the books and probably not in the best way. I just, so I I rewatched the episode tonight just to like get myself in the mood and and try and miss the things that I might not have been paying attention to. And the this was by far the worst elimination performance <laughs> I've ever seen. People were just standing around for like minutes, minutes. So we'll we'll, we'll try to explain it. So it, it's a combination of what Tori and Anissa did early on, mm-hmm. where you you both you pull this big rack full of these weighted balls. And you have to throw these balls through the markers and break the and break the the cardboard or whatever it is the the wood that's holding up these giant skulls. Now the paper, that, the paper, <laughs> the paper. And before that, you have to do a, a puzzle. Well, the elimination starts, and, and Josh gets to the puzzle pretty quickly, shockingly quickly. I I didn't know Josh had it in him, honestly. Oh, uh, Josh. I had no idea what he was doing. You know, a slidey puzzle. You do a couple right things and it just pops open. You're like, oh, I think that's what happened. There's no way he was strategic about it at all. I mean, it must have because he got it almost instantly. And then he starts throwing. So he, he grabs the he grabs the rope. He pulls this track this this truck with all the balls. They fall over. And he starts throwing the balls at the wall and can't hit it whatsoever. He cannot break the quote unquote paper. He cannot throw these metal balls through the paper and it, it, everyone's dying Darrell's laughing ct's laughing <laughs> i'm laughing it was one of the funniest things i've ever seen i can't believe it and i i didn't realize how many times he threw the ball and it missed <laughs> i thought it might have been like three it was like seven over and over and over again and i cannot believe that this was a winning effort because mechie over here couldn't even solve the puzzle. Our guy couldn't even get close. He was struggling. He was trying to, to copy off Josh's when that just doesn't even matter. It's, it's not a tanagram. It's a sliding one. And Josh had all the time in the world to get it. And he finally realizes he has to aim his throws, look at the puzzle, get the certain blocks, and then he starts to finally break through. It is, like you said, an all-time, all-time, maybe the worst challenge, all-time bad challenge ever. And so I'm not sure what's worse. So Josh ends up going ahead and he wins. Michi can't even end up getting by the puzzle. So I don't know. And at that point, Josh wins and he's hyped. Man, he's just going nuts. He's banging his chest. Put some respect on my name. 
first ever elimination win. He's like just out. Of, it's like he just won Game Seven of the NBA Finals. So I don't know what's worse, Michi not being able to get past the puzzle, or Josh's celebration. To me, they were equally bad. Oh my goodness, his celebration was. I mean, it's hard to say that it was as bad as Michi's performance because Michi's performance was terrible. But I honestly didn't really expect Michi to win the first place, so that was right. fine. But the way Josh won, and then the the audacity he had to celebrate that way afterwards, he's banging his chest. He's doing like the LeBron game seven, you know, yeah. punch down. He's saying, yeah, respect my name. He's talking shit to Devin and challenging him to a hall brawl, feeling all types of confident, saying, is this what it feels like to win an, a limb? He's calling them. He's calling them a limbs now because he's, know, that, he's got his own name for him now. He's got his own. He's got his own lingo, but it was honestly unbelievable, and everyone was. I mean, they showed everyone cheering, but I imagine half the group was like, "Josh, you never fail to be a Josh." It, it just solidified his place again as probably the worst challenge contestant outside of maybe. Fessy, but like Fessy's got the at least the physical, you know, ability over him. I mean, he's horrible. Josh. Is oh horrible. man, Josh is is one of the all time worst. And Fessy, Fessy put on a pretty strong campaign these first these first few episodes, and then Josh is like, "Hold my beer, I'm gonna take this crown. I'm gonna take this crown back." And then when he starts, when he finally gets his emotion, like his all his hype emotion under control. Then he does the thing he does best. And he starts crying because that's what our boy Josh does. He was too yep. overwhelmed with an elimination that wasn't even close. He had all the time in the world. And he was, you know, he just like everyone, he's fighting for his family. He his his immigrant parents. He's living the American dream, being on MTV. It, it, you know, it's it too much anybody, to handle. If it was anybody else against Josh, he's going home. He's, he's going home for sure. Oh, Amber B and Nani could have beaten him. <laughs> and, and you know what? They, they, they were applauding him after the elimination. I bet they were just cheered for themselves, honestly. It's like Josh gets to stay. He gets his gold skull. But no, we're clapping because that gold skull is going to be mine here pretty soon. Oh, for, for sure. Bit, but he's not going to be here for long. That's all. That's all Darrell and CT were thinking was just, all right, gold's gold time. He's right. going to be so easy to beat. It's his first elimination win. Let's just think about this. He lost, he lost tug of war to a guy with one hand. Yep. That is an all time fail right there. Unbelievable. You know, Josh is like uh, Josh is like the the Kwame Brown of the, the challenge. He's huge. He's gigantic. You think he's got some athletic ability, but he's just not all there, and he can't play. You know, Josh needs to go. So, but he'll, he'll oh man, he'll hang around for a while because he has that drama point. He gets those drama points, and you know the producers love that. And I, I love it at the very end too because TJ just when it's all said and done. You know, TJ had to look Michi in the eye and just basically tell him how bad he was, had, how bad he was. And that, that also brought a smile to my face. 
Uh, that was dude. TJ was so savage. Finally got some some savage TJ back. He pretty much just told Michi that was a terrible performance, and <laughs> it's even worse because you were trying, and that's embarrassing. Yep. And go have fun in quarantine. Yep. That that was basically it. And at that point, now Josh had a, had an opportunity. He could uh, switch partners. He could take Amber Amber M, who's now a free agent because Michi was gone. He could steal somebody else up there. And I, I thought for a moment he was going to be really dumb and steal Casey and and minimize his big brother alliance by doubling down on it and, and not extending it as he should. But he did the smart thing. He stayed with Nani, had this like sob story about how they're like, he's, he's uh, the closest to her as anybody in the house, which might be true. But, you know, when you're the closest to Josh, like well, what does that really mean at the end of the day, you know? But he stuck with Nani and we'll kind of see – how that goes. So it kind of lays out the pairings. Not much has changed from the pairings, at least from that episode to the next one. Yeah, I, I definitely knew he wasn't going to go anywhere because honestly, Nani is the perfect partner for him. She's always had his back on all the seasons, his first few ones. She always had his back and she doesn't get, she, she, Nani is the best partner, honestly. She is so understanding. She's so humble. She doesn't get flustered or frustrated with you. And I think if, if, Josh would have got rid of her. He would have been a complete idiot. And I think he knew that too. Nani's great. Yeah, Nani made the thing. She said something like, you know, you better not. And I almost feel like she was probably hoping that he did pick somebody else. <laughs> but, you know, they end up staying together. Um, we have our pairings now. No, no, let's see what, let's see winner, winner, loser. Okay, you go first. All right, my, my winner of the episode Ooh, I, I think it has to be Cam. Cam just showed her. She she was playing big in the first couple episodes, kind of took a little hiatus. And now her and Leroy, the last two episodes, just have proven they have this game around their fingers and they can do whatever they want, whenever they want. And, and you know, Cam and Kyle are incredibly strong pairings. So I'm just, I love Cam and I think she's going to go far. And it was a, another big showing for her. The biggest loser? Oh my goodness. Who could the biggest loser be? I mean, it's just so obviously Josh. <laughs> yeah, Even though he wants he could be my biggest loser every single week, but this week he really earned it. He even though he won his first elimination in four seasons, he just solidified the fact that he's never ever gonna win a challenge there's just there's no there's no way there's no way i can see josh ever winning a challenge you know i heard there was this rumor that uh marion and, and webster's was uh redoing their dictionary and uh in the next edition when you look up layup there's just gonna be a picture of josh you know <laughs> moving forward he is horrible he's a horrible competitor and oh my uh, he's my biggest loser on the on the challenge on this episode as well biggest winner to me, it's got to be Kyle, and mm. I think Cam. I think she's obviously the biggest winner too. But Kyle, because yeah. he won a challenge without actually really winning a challenge, and that's pretty impressive. To and, and that's just like such a Kyle thing. Not many people can win challenges when they don't deserve it, and Kyle somehow snakes his way into that position. I love his strategy where he wants to, uh, you know, cross all of his enemies and make life miserable for him. I think that's great. He's awesome in the confessional. And uh, so Kyle was my, was my biggest winner, but I agree. I think Cam and Kyle 
I think they've solidified themselves as number one on the power rankings. And I don't even think there's a close second right now. Yeah. You know, I, I think it's smart them giving Josh that gold skull, honestly, because Josh is pretty loyal and he knows that they threw him the biggest bone, the biggest silver platter. Mm -hmm. And so he won't ever cross them and he'll probably try and convince other big brother not to either. So it's pretty smart, but yeah, I mean, top three, Cam and Kyle, for sure. Leroy and Casey. Casey's got to get herself a gold skull, but I think she's sitting pretty. And then, oof. Yikes. Know, the, it gets... The re- and the rest is kind of up in the air. It's pretty I mean, miserable after that. I mean, maybe Teresa and Corey. Number three, but I think I Ooh. think there's a big gap there from... I even think there's a big gap from Cam and Kyle to Casey and Leroy. A sizable gap. Maybe big's not the right word, but then a totally. huge, huge gap between Casey, Leroy, and I guess Anissa and Fessy is number three. I mean, you got Amber B and Darrell. I mean, uh, are they still in Iceland? Are they not in Iceland? I mean, are they, who knows? Big T and CT, I think Big T is just too big of an anchor. You know, that, that one's tough. Gabby and Devin is kind of interesting. Like, I think they actually have some athletic ability there, but I don't know if they're going to make it that far. Um, Devin's got his gold skull. Yep. Devin's got his gold skull. So we'll see what Gabby does. Lolo and Nam, I mean, to me, is there a more disappointing pairing than Lolo and Nam so far this season? I don't know if there is. I mean, we, we've seen this before. We saw this in uh, the seasons where it was champs versus stars, champs versus celebs. And they had some pretty athletic people on the stars and the celebs side all the time. But there's just something about the, the all-star challengers. They're built different. And they just win challenges. And I I just couldn't imagine Nam and Lolo pulling out daily wins all the time. It just didn't really add up. But they definitely should have had at least one by this point. At least one. At least one. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think it's kind of Cam and Casey – or Cam and Kyle and Casey and Leroy and then everybody else. I don't know. We'll see. But, I mean, who knows? There, there's the, the, the cool part is – I think we obviously know that next week is going to be a, a woman's elimination. Um, the numbers just aren't adding up. The men are out of schools. There will be a, a, some eliminations later on where the men can take a school from the guys who already have them. But mm-hmm. we know Amber M is sitting there as a free agent. I think we assume, I think there's only, I think there's two or two or three women with gold schools. So we assume next week's going to be a, a, a female elimination. Yeah, I think it's only five and two. I think it's only Cam and Anissa that have gold skulls. Um, But it's definitely going to be a female elimination. Um, And then we also get trivia. We get trivia next week, which I'm so excited for because everyone, we haven't gotten a good trivia these last few seasons. Everyone seems, you know, pretty intelligent, pretty smart, pretty good with their, their words and their game. But I can't wait to see people, you know, blunder because we're going to get some real stupid. All right. Who do you think is going to have the worst, the worst trivia answer next week? Let's call it right now. Worst trivia answer. My gut tells me nom. <laughs> I mean, it's for sure nom. I was trying to think of, I was trying to think of somebody. And then I just saw Nam's name. Like, oh, it's obviously going to be Nam. But after Nam, I think I think Corey is going to give us like a classic, just dumb answer. Corey's oh. Corey's for sure golden on the trivia. Corey is uh, he's absolutely coming through with some 
trivia humes for us. Um, let's see here. I, I, you know, Kyle's good for at least a couple trivia bogus answers, <laughs> you know. Um, and then uh, I'm not putting a whole lot of stock in Josh's <laughs> trivia game either. So we'll, we'll see about no. that. The guys are always the worst. I think Big T's probably Big T probably is going to have a pretty bad one too. Yep. I see Big T not knowing knowing a lot, um, but you know who knows. But hey, trivia, sometimes you get those. Sometimes you get those easy answers, and you just got them. Absolutely, you know, trivia is one of the the best challenges every season. Like you said, we haven't gotten a great one in the last few seasons, but the the old trivia challenges are awesome. So hopefully, we get some legendary compares uh, to that. Anyways, we'll be back to, uh, you know, cover the trivia challenge in the episode next week when it turns to episode nine. This is the Challenge Champs podcast. We coming to you guys live on Clubhouse every single Wednesday night. This week on Thursday, we had to record a day late. Uh, Follow us there at Nothing But at Joel M. But uh, for the Challenge Champs podcast, we'll catch you guys next week. Peace. I'm not going to be able to do that.